money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Lincoln Live today is with Lynn Johnson, the director of Lincoln's Parks and Recreation Department. Lynn, good morning to you. Good morning, Dale. Let's start with, uh, it's not the sexiest of subjects, but it certainly is necessary. The 2021 update on the Parks and Recreation 10-year facilities plan. 10 years, I know the city, different departments, uh, different mayors, they have five-year plans, 15-year plans, even 20- and 30-year plans. Parks Department, though, 10 years seems to be manageable then, I assume? It does, yeah. It's really, um, this is a planning tool for us, obviously. And every two years ahead of the biennial budget preparation process, we work through the process of updating the, the our 10-year facilities plan. And this is really a look at kind of park by park, recreation center by recreation center, pool by pool. It's really a review of all of the facilities that we're responsible for managing. And then we're trying to project um, what repair replacement primarily projects uh, will be needed during that 10-year uh, period to make sure that those facilities are in good operating condition, that they're safe, and that, and that they're open to the community. And then we compile that in a, in a big report. I think the report this year is 39 pages long. And um, and what that really does is um, is it provides guidance then to our funding request for our capital improvement program. And so if people look at the document, they'll see that each one of the projects is given a priority of A, B, or C, uh, projects that are in the A category and some of the projects that are in the B category are most likely going to be included then in the, in the six-year capital improvement program. There are a lot of moving parts for your department, Lynn. There's everything from playgrounds needing to replace, needing to repair. There are projects. There are the trails, the trail system, and and the, the smaller neighborhood parks tucked into neighborhoods. Not everything is an antelope park or a pioneer's park. There are small little areas, green space nestled into some of these neighborhoods with maybe one piece of playground equipment, some benches, and uh, it's just a nice secret place for neighborhoods to gather. So there are a lot of moving parts you have to consider over a 10-year period. Yeah, there definitely are. You have, Lincoln has about 134 parks right now. We've got 87 playgrounds. There's uh, 131 miles of trails, I think. Um, the last time we did the calculation, I think we're responsible for managing close to $400 million worth of facilities and kind of investments, and that doesn't include the value of the land. And so this, we started doing this, I don't know, it's probably been almost 10 years ago, and it was really trying to develop a comprehensive look at, you know, what do we need to make sure that we're thinking about to make sure that, as I say, the facilities are staying in good operating condition. And it's really a tool that we use in, in conversations with the mayor and the city council about what sort of funding is needed to make sure that, um, that, that parks and recreation facilities are in good condition. Obviously, LTU does similar things with streets and sidewalks, and I think every department 
um, kind of tries to take a forward look at at the condition or the you know the really the reinvestment that's needed in facilities over time. Last week and this week, I'm reading some reports coming from LTU. You mentioned Lincoln Transportation and Utilities as they look into the year 2050 and what the transportation and traffic congestion situation will be like in the years to come. And they're saying that most of that growth, most of uh, a large percentage of it is going to be on the fringes of the city and how that is going to impact travel coming in. Should uh, transportation experts redesign or think uh, from an engineering standpoint, different ways to be able to have people come from the outside into the city? And will there even be a need to come from the fringes into the city if there's remote access to offices and the like? And I thought of past conversations that you and I have had about uh, city ordinance and code that puts into place the requirement that there are parks placed in growth neighborhoods uh, that reach a certain population capacity or a certain uh, uh, dimension in that neighborhood. As, as you look at parks on the fringes, uh, Lynn, and you get into conversations on that subject, it, does, the, does the subject change? Does the requirement change? How do you think about a park on the fringe in the year 2050? Yeah, it's a great question, Dale. Um, one of the things, one of the the ideas, concepts that's in the 2050 update of Lincoln Lancaster County Comprehensive Plan is this idea of complete neighborhoods, and with the thinking that, you know, what are all of the building blocks that go into making a complete neighborhood? And it's probably things like grocery stores and schools, and maybe employment. Uh, we also think that it includes a neighborhood park at least, and in Lincoln, anyway, we typically collate excuse me, co-locate where we can, neighborhood parks with schools. We think that's a great model. Um, access to trails. Um, and so uh, as Lincoln continues to grow, um, our goal continues to be to have park facilities, outdoor recreation facilities within a 10-minute walk of every residence. And I think last year was a good indication of the importance of that in Lincoln. You know, we we could have never anticipate the impact that a pandemic would have on Lincoln. But um, getting outdoors, being physically active, was one of the things that people could, could do while we were all kind of in, in shutdown or lockdown. So um, we continue to think that the quality of life here in Lincoln is in part enhanced by that ability to very quickly get to some place to be outdoors and be physically active and socialize with neighbors and, um, and, and just have fun. That's important for all of us. Lynn, you took some air out of this question, and that had to do with, has is there ever been conversations where uh, there's thought of backing away from that 10-minute walk from a neighborhood and pushing it to 15 minutes or 20 minutes? Because a pandemic doesn't come around but maybe once a century, and parks are expensive. So has there been any talk about adjusting from a 10-minute walk in a neighborhood to a 15- or more-minute walk from a neighborhood? Yeah, Dale, that is a good question because some communities, Lincoln continues to have a neighborhood park kind of emphasis to its system. Some communities have said that that standard is too expensive, that we really need to step back and do fewer but larger parks. And at least to date in Lincoln, and we talk about this every time the comprehensive plan is updated, 
is should we be maintaining that neighborhood park standard I think the thing that we've done to try to recognize that ongoing cost of maintenance and cost of improvement and really the cost of land is that over the last, kind of during my tenure, I guess, and I don't know this is a good thing, but we have reduced the size of neighborhood parks um, to try to be responsive, I think, to that, uh, the ongoing cost of, of managing neighborhood parks. But um, Lincoln has maintained its commitment to neighborhood parks over time. Lynn Johnson joining me on Lincoln Live today in the few minutes left. Uh, update us, Lynn, on the inclusive and adaptive playground equipment effort that has been going on out of Lincoln Parks and Rec. Yeah, uh, residents may know that, that inclusive and adaptive play became part of the conversation right at the end of the city council budget process. And there was some funding identified to add additional inclusive or adaptive play equipment to play areas in Lincoln. And I think what that's kind of moved into is trying to develop a a broader vision of how do we make sure that people have access to inclusive and adaptive and really accessible play equipment throughout Lincoln. Um, we We are finalizing kind of the details on a community survey that we plan to have out later this month. Uh, really asking people how they play, what makes playgrounds accessible, and and allows really everybody in the community to utilize playgrounds, be fun or have fun and be challenged. Um, and then the other thing that we're working on is assembling a working committee uh, that will guide that process of looking at how do we make sure that those play opportunities are available throughout Lincoln. Again, a lot of moving parts going on in Lincoln's Parks and Rec Department. Uh, a couple of things, that community survey on the inclusive and adaptive playground equipment. Uh, the end of the month is, is, what happens at the end of the month? We'll do it, yeah. Um, we will post that survey on the Parks and Recreation webpage. We will issue a news release. Um, we'll do some social media uh, uh, promotion of that as well. We'll also be reaching out to a lot of the support organizations in the community so that they can let the families that they work with know that that survey is available. And we're very interested, obviously, in getting lots of people engaged in completing that survey so that we've got good data and information that we can work from as we work with this working committee to to develop really a strategy for making um, adaptive and inclusive play opportunities available throughout the community. And circling back to that 10-year facilities plan, the public comments will be accepted through Friday, October 8th. You can submit your comments through a link on the Parks and Rec website. That's parksatlincoln.ne.gov. Lynn, thanks a lot for catching us up on things going on in your busy department. Absolutely. It's always good to talk to you. Director of Lincoln's Parks and Rec Department, Lynn Johnson, here on Lincoln Live.